0: Are you doing the theme song? We're keeping that in. Yeah, I'm doing a theme song. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sports and Stuff. Co-host Ryan here. Vince with you. Will is still uh, MIA, but he'll be back soon enough. He's too good for us, apparently. Um, we're going to look at week three, NFL. Let's get into that video thing. Before we dive into these matchups, we really want to grow this channel, guys. Do us a favor and like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share with your friends, your family, whoever you know, whoever you don't know, on your social media platforms. And as a teaser, we will be providing picks on our social media I will be providing my picks personally on Instagram. Ryan will be providing his picks on Twitter. I think Will's even going to get on the action, provide some of his picks. But please do, do us a huge solid and support what we're doing here. We really like talking NFL sports betting. This is kind of a niche market. We're really trying to spread our knowledge. A lot of people are starting to get on the whole Sports betting trend as sports betting has become legal in more and more states. All right. That being said, first game, we're recording this on a Wednesday, Thursday Night Football. The G-Men, the New York football giants at the San Francisco 49ers. Amazon Prime. For those who don't watch Thursday Night Football avidly, Amazon Prime's a sole Uh, proprietor of Thursday night football. (laughs) All right, Ryan, give us some thoughts, man. What are we looking at here?
1: I just think that it's crazy that they only put Thursday night football on prime.
0: Bezos, man, he's, he's trying to buy everything. Even though I don't, I don't even think Bezos is the CEO anymore. He's still trying to buy everything nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) So, Make I get, sure you get Amazon Prime Video, if you're not anything else, for Thursday Night Football.
1: I mean, Giants at 49ers. I'm already assuming that 90% of the public is going to be on the 49ers here. I mean, I just don't see it. Like, the Giants have been horrible. I know Um, they did have that one win, but I'm trying to see here. I think Jones went uh, for over 300 yards uh, passing in that game. Barkley 60 yards but I mean I just he's don't week to week with his ankle
0: injury man I don't even know if he's playing this week yeah I, I doubt I, it it's I, a short
1: week yeah I, I don't think the Giants really have a chance here I mean it's I, I don't actually do you know what the spread
0: is currently in this game minus 10 San Francisco is up. favored by 10 points
1: yeah it's hard to lay the double digits but a part of me is probably going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards
0: it. I mean, tip for honestly, all betters out a, there. A big, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, tip for all betters. We try to avoid spreads that are double digits. That's those are those are kind of hard for even the favorites to cover, typically. But go ahead, Ryan.
1: I know it's it's probably going to end up being a trap, but I'm probably going to take a chance here on the Niners, just the way they've been playing. Um. Another thing too that I think is interesting that I may take as a straight bet is whatever they end up setting C- Christian McCaffrey's rushing yards against this Giants defense. I mean, I, I just don't think they have a chance here against Christian McCaffrey the way he's been putting up yards already.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: what do you think? Do you have like a game side that you're going for already, or are you looking at any kind of player props?
0: Um, I'm leaning Niners more straight up than I would. I'm willing to take less money. I just need a I'm good so parlay.
1: You could add yeah, you could, a
0: parlay. Exactly. Typically with the money line, if you don't feel comfortable with the spread, add it to a parlay, give yourself a better payout. But looking at Purdy, he's nine and one straight up career and he's seven and three against the spread. Daniel Jones is 23 and 33 and one straight up and he's 32 and 25 against the spread. This is according to action network. <laughs> so Quarterbacks relatively young. Purdy's starting to prove himself. You know he's not some pretender. He's actually playing a lot better than a lot of people thought. Start out, including myself. I'll I'll own up to thinking that he was not going to do well against the Steelers, and then he put up thirty on them. So, <laughs> sorry, Ryan. <laughs> um, but looking at Kyle Shanahan as a coach, week three, he's two and four straight up and against the spread. So week three and week four, Kyle Shanahan, typically it doesn't have as great of a track record. And 49ers, however, Christian McCaffrey, as you point out. In games, Christian McCaffrey started since last season. The 49ers are 14 and one straight up and 11 and four against the spread. So McCaffrey, he's been playing really well. He was number one overall pick for most people in NFL fantasy football drafts. I think, the, I think the 49ers don't cover. I think they'll win by like nine. So if if the lines were to go down, I doubt it's going to go down in a day, but maybe if, minus nine would be a push. So I, I still would hesitate to take the spread. Um, I would lean 49ers though. Any other thoughts or do you want to move on to the next game?
1: Uh, I guess final thoughts are normally in week three underdogs do find a lot of success on the spread, but if, I, if I'm being honest here with me, I I just don't see where the Giants are going to get the points from. I mean, you said Barkley's yeah. questionable here. He was the one. Yeah, he's weak I, I to weak really to didn't do ankle. a lot of research on injuries yet, so like I guess just looking at Barkley being out, I was like, oh, crap, he was the one that I was – Thinking that was going to do the most kind of damage or whatever they were going to do.
0: It's not a favorable but match. I, I just feel like he's
1: going to throw two picks. Uh, Daniel Jones. I, I feel like at he's the going to throw two picks.
0: Exactly. They're at the Niners. It's a short week. You don't have your star running back isn't fully healthy. Daniel Jones he played well last week, but he played against well against the worst team and he had to come back and win by three and he was down at 1.28 to seven. Um, Yeah, just not like the Giants are going to have a hard time with this game.
1: Again, I think McCaffrey rush yards, whatever they set it at, is a fair bet.
0: I'm pulling for an entertaining game. Maybe a backdoor cover or something for the Giants. Maybe they're down 13 and they kick a last-second field goal (laughs) like the Rams did to backdoor cover on the 49ers the previous week.
1: I was going to say, like, that's happened before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, All right. All right, moving on to the Thursday. next game here.
1: We're moving on this to is, Sunday.
0: Yeah, moving on to Sunday. So this game is an interesting one. Chargers at Vikings. This is kind of a pick em game. Vikings are minus one. Both teams are 0-2. Both teams have quarterbacks that Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert have a lot of passing yards. Great receivers. But their defenses haven't been playing that great. And the fact that the over under on this game is 54 and a half kind of says a lot where people are like, We don't really know what's going to happen in this game. This is kind of a toss up here. um Yeah, this is uh, interesting. I'll, this is a cool stat. So, if Herbert is an underdog, he's 12 and six against the spread. And as a favorite, he's 15, 18 and one against the spread. So, technically, Chargers here. Because they're at the Vikings, they're minus. The Vikings are minus ones, so technically they're uh, an underdog. But it's kind of like a, it's almost like an even spread. It's kind of like a pick 'em game. I personally would try, would stay away from betting on this game if I were people looking to make money. Because this is this is really an unknown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I wasn't even gonna look at this game. I I flipped, <laughs> through, <laughs> my page, I flipped through my. <laughs> I, I flipped through all my papers here, and I actually don't have anything on the
0: Vikings. Well, and Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, you, you and I are thinking the exact same. And I think a lot of uh, professional betters, uh, the, there's a chance the somebody, boat.
1: somebody probably has an edge on this, but I, I just don't watch enough of these two teams to really have an edge. Is the problem?
0: Yeah, I mean it's just weird because like week
1: three, like I, I, don't know.
0: Yeah, and this is the plus, first I mean, year
1: I've watched. Tried to watch every single game like with the split TV, you can only watch so many, but like, unless yeah. you have more TVs, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I only have red zone, you have the Sunday ticket, which is nice. But Kirk Cousins against the spread or straight up in his career is like 500. So, again, and same with Justin Herbert, so yeah, I, I, both of them I them are...
1: probably lean towards the Chargers there. That's either I'm, right?
0: I'm just not gonna even attempt to bet at this game because I just have no idea.
1: Because who knows? Who's I gonna, mean, I, who's I, gonna I'm gonna not happen. gonna. Yeah, I, I'm not betting on this game, but I'm just saying if we're just gonna throw a pick out there, the I'd only, probably the
0: only team thing team I would I would probably have confidence in betting is the over 54 and a half. I think these offenses are gonna I mean it's gonna be like a 38 to 35 kind of game.
1: I mean look it's at what fair. happened with score. the
0: Dolphins and the Chargers week one. No, yeah, like they both can score for sure. Yeah. That's how I would lean. Okay. <laughs> Next game. This one is definitely more of a grinder. This one's more of a <laughs> in the trenches kind of. We got the Tennessee Titans at the Cleveland Browns. The Titans. There it is. Titans are plus three. Cleveland's get a minus three here. Over unders thirty nine and a half. Titans are two and zero against the spread this year. That's their first two and zero against the spread since. 2013, so ten years since they've been two and zero against the spread.
1: You say it was minus three was the spread, or the spread yep. was three? Yeah, minus three. Who was um the favorite, the Browns? Yeah. Sorry, I should have known that. I mean, uh, just looking at it, um, I think, uh. I know you were bringing up some trends earlier. I think some of the trends I had found were uh, the Browns are nine and five against the spread as a favorite after an upset loss. So, I mean, that's something that kind of pointed me towards the Browns. And, I mean, it's an interesting trend for sure, but the problem is uh, I guess they're missing Nick Chubb. So, like, I mean, I feel like they're going to struggle. They just signed
0: Kareem Hunt, though.
1: I didn't see that but yeah they just at sang the same much. time I mean I, I I still think the Browns are gonna have an off game here missing Nick Chubb I mean the Titans I really think have a chance here to cover I don't Heard know if they're gonna win out. I don't know if they're gonna win outright, but I I do like looking at the covers like again like I think underdogs have pretty good success in week three
0: he's 27 17 spread. and one against the spread as an underdog Sorry. This is my favorite trend, though. Stefanski is 5-1 and one against the spread in games after playing the Steelers or the Ravens on the road as a coach of the Browns. Huh. So I don't know what it is. He probably learns a lot about getting beaten up by his AFC North rivals, either the Ravens or the Steelers, and he gets him in the right mindset. So something to think about. He's almost undefeated coming off of a game against the Steelers or the Ravens and playing on the road. Yeah, cuz they're hosting the Browns or they're hosting the Titans, excuse me. So This one's kind of a pick 'em game for me as well. Very similar teams. Run the ball, play action pass. Good defensive lines. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a the over under 39 and a half. <laughs> so, gives you an idea. <laughs> All right. Any no other like thoughts? Or we're going to move on to the next game. Oh, we can go to the next one. All right. We got the Texans at the Jaguars. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I will say C.J. Stroud versus Trevor Lawrence is like the headline for this. C.J. Stroud has been the best rookie quarterback out of all the rookie quarterbacks playing. Anthony Richardson probably next. And then Bryce Young, who's been terrible with the Panthers, but the Panthers are just a hot mess. Um, Jaguars are minus nine and a half over under is 43 and a half in this game. So Ryan, what are your uh what are we th- what are we thinking here? <laughs> All right, moving on. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well
1: I guess um I guess the Jaguars to me I, I, I'd probably roll with the Jaguars on the spread.
0: Minus nine and a half. Okay.
1: I mean I I i again like I I hate to take the double digit favorite but like the Texans are zero two. I mean, I I just can't see it. I mean, they put up nine points in the first game. They put up twenty points in the second game. They're definitely struggling to score, despite having pretty good like receiving yards. Like I I mean like it's
0: Stroud is fourth in passing yards same, this year.
1: But at the same time, they're still getting killed by other teams. Like I mean that that's the thing. Like, I don't think they have good defense. And I mean. I don't know. For me, it's hard It's hard to go anything with the Texans. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a good chance I'll be laying a big number with the Jags.
0: Yeah. AFC South. Not interested in this game. Um, all right. I really have nothing else to say, so I'm going to move on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> As you can tell from the previous videos, everybody who's watching, listening, I'm just not a big fan of the uh, South divisions, but we'll, we're, we'll get to the NFC South because it's kind of been a shock that there's three undefeated teams in the NFC South. So we next another low scoring affair in the books. This one, I'm pretty confident who I'm going to go with here, but the Patriots at the jets, new England is minus three, <laughs> new England with bill Belichick as their coach. I'm just, I'm kind of fading to the Jets here because Bill Belichick has had Zach Wilson's number since Zach Wilson's played with the Jets. Bill Belichick always destroys rookie quarterbacks or second year or third year quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, in my mind, is always going to be rookie because he's terrible and he looks like he's 12. Um, even though he's, um, he played well against the Bills, I guess. But overall, he, New England's minus three. I'm definitely leaning on uh, taking New England with the spread. What do you think, Ryan? Oh, geez. <laughs> Did I sway you one way or the other?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance New England plays pretty well here. Wow, that I was mean, a really I, deep analysis. I, I'll be honest. I, I didn't look into <laughs> this game too much because I feel like both of these teams are not that great. So, like, to me, I didn't want to look at the matchup because I felt like it was, like, kind of going, like, it could either go, it could go either way for me. Like, I mean, hearing you lay that out, I feel, I'd feel a little more confident in taking the, like, the Pats, but I don't know. I was, like, I I took their cover last week and it kind of, kind of stings still.
0: Yeah, but that's the Dolphins. This is the Jets. (laughs) This is the Aaron Roderlis Jets. And I'm not picking the Patriots. Well, I'm most likely not going to pick the Patriots for their offense. I'm I'm looking at their defense against the yeah. Jets terrible offense. So
1: I, I think Zach Wilson confidently, I could say throws three picks in this game and then they may consider putting the backup in.
0: I don't even know who their backup is, do you?
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I say they give Joe Flacco a call.
0: He said he was he was willing to uh. I know he's willing again. to work. Tom Brady wanted to put to bed. Everyone keeps asking him about being a Jets quarterback coming out of retirement again. <laughs> he's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so, he, all right, Action Network here is backing me up again. Wilson has thrown seven interceptions versus the Patriots. That's thirty percent of his career interceptions all time versus. I mean, so,
1: <laughs> I said they were gonna throw three.
0: I know, but my so we're both we're both on that. He's throwing three picks. Belichick's gonna make him look silly. Well, and plus, Bill Belichick, man, I mean the guy's a defensive guru. Um, All right, all right. Next game. This might be a little controversial from what I'm, where I'm, what I'm about to say. Saints at Packers, Green Bay minus two. A lot of professional betters filling Green Bay with the points. Or, sorry. Yeah, Green Bay plus the points, that's right. When I watched the Panthers and the Saints play uh, Monday Night Football, their defense, Saints defense is legit. Jordan Love played great in his first two games, but he played great against soft defenses. This is going to be a test against the Saints defense. And I do not trust an inexperienced Jordan Love playing a team that's going to pressure him nonstop, make him feel uncomfortable, get off his spot, not be able to set and make throws and stand in the pocket the way that he's been nickling and diming his first two games. And the Saints, they're 30-12 and 12 straight up, 27-14-1 against the spread, on the road since twenty eighteen, the second most profitable team against the spread on the road in that span. Minus two. Give me give me the Saints. That's that's <laughs> where I that's where I, I'm feeling the Saints on this one. Gonna be a low scoring game, forty two and a half. Saints offense doesn't look that great. Derek Carr still working out the Kinks. So I'd probably go under here, probably like at thirty nine. All right, Ryan. Am I wrong?
1: Well, I was on the Saints last time. I know they only pushed the last bet, but I mean, still like I, I'm definitely pretty big on the Saints right now. I mean, I, I, I agree. Like I, I would probably take the Saints on the plus money. Um I'd probably I a part of me would probably take the spread, but a part of me kind of wants to lay the money line. Like, I mean, I, I do think they have a good game. I think they're gonna definitely show up defensively. Um, I mean, I feel like he got all the good points.
0: Jordan Love, only 12 dropbacks under pressure. Second fewest of any quarterback, minimum of 50 dropbacks, fewest being Jimmy Garoppolo. So he's going to get tested. This defensive line for the Saints is no joke. These guys are legit. And I just don't see him having poise. It's easy to have poise when you're playing teams that aren't getting getting in the backfield. There, <laughs> all right. Strong opinions, but a lot of betters are going against the uh, the Saints. They're taking the Packers. I'm leaning Saints, and so is Ryan. Next you game, you
1: want to bet against the public?
0: <laughs> well, no, I'm saying pub- it's good
1: to. No, it's good. But, it's good to bet against the public.
0: Yeah, but I was saying that the professional betters were. Professional betters aren't the public. I don't know what the public is on this game, but you're right. In general, betting against the public is probably the better. Oh,
1: I thought you were saying the public was all over. No, the professional
0: betters. A lot of professional betters have Green Bay minus two.
1: And I'm just. It seems like a. I, I feel like as a rookie sports better, I can't say this, but that seems like a rookie move.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're talking to you, actually, now. I mean, I'm the one that just laid fucking <laughs> double, the double digits favorites. <laughs> Um, you were were like um, I don't suggest doing double digit favorites and you picked like you're leaning towards like two double digits favorites already off the bat I'm like this is perfect Um, right, (laughs) this is this is a game I think we disagree on Broncos at Dolphins Miami minus six and a half I'm going with what a lot of professional betters not the public they think that the Dolphins win by like three or four and that the broncos are going to cover tell me because i agree with them ryan tell me why we're wrong
1: okay so if i'm being honest tua has been on fire i really think he comes out it seems like the dolphins definitely like to score here um putting up 36 points in the first game 24 in the second not sure if i flopped those wrong but I mean, just looking over at the Broncos for me, I mean, they look like they've been a decent team, at least in week two. But, I mean, just running different numbers, really. I mean, I honestly, like, I, I thought they were going to put this line much higher for the Dolphins. Like, I'm surprised it's this low to me. So, like, just because I, – I mean, for me, just because of that, I'm probably going to go with the Dolphins minus six and a half. I mean, I think they've been on fire, I mean, at home – I I think they got this locked up, but again, it could be wrong. <laughs> Covering all
0: your bets. Yeah, I, I do kind of. I
1: I do lean towards the Dolphins, man. I mean, I I again, I bet against them last week and lost, so I'm kind of mad about
0: that. <laughs> kind of getting on the train now. <laughs> <laughs> on a two-game or more straight-up losing streak, Wilson is 14 and five straight up. against the spread in his career after that losing streak. In the last 20 years, only Drew Brees is better against the spread. His head coach, Sean Payton. So, I mean, that seems promising. But, no, I hear you. The Broncos are trending in the wrong direction, and the Dolphins are trending in the right direction. So, would it surprise me if Miami blows them out? No. But I think... I think the Miami wins and I think the Broncos lose by like five and they cover or four because losing by five is kind of a weird score. That rarely happens. <laughs> I I definitely
1: agree that the dolphins probably win this game. So again, yeah, just looking at this week, I mean, some of these games wouldn't be bad to take one or two of them and put them on a two or three leg parlay. Cause I mean, I feel like you're getting some value there because some of these money lines, seem kind of one-sided to me because I, I I know anything can happen. They always play every game. So, like, it's it's a mystery what's going to happen, but sometimes it's not.
0: <laughs> All right, next game. Same spread here. Bills at Commanders. Buffalo minus 6.5, half, half over under. Commanders at home. Josh Allen apparently has 40... 40- 57 wins in his career, 43 of those 57 have been by 7 points or more. So when he wins, he wins big, and he's really good at beating really bad teams. Commanders, I don't know enough with the rookie quarterback how bad or good they are necessarily, which is why I think the spread's only minus 6.5.
1: It's still only going on week 3.
0: Exactly. That's the other thing, so... I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fading this game. I'm just, I'm not really feeling a lot of uh, confidence betting one way or the other here. Because the Commanders are too much of an unknown team to me with a rookie quarterback. And Ron Rivera hasn't been there that long. And now that they got rid of Dan Snyder, maybe things will get better. I don't know. And frankly, I don't really care because the Commanders, I... Don't care at all about. So, and neither do I care about the Bills.
1: I know uh, this is another game. Like I said, I don't have any real. Like I didn't really look into it all because, like, I just saw the matchup and I was like, "Oh, I don't like this." But I know, um, Josh Allen has been questionable to me this whole season. Now, I know the past he two games. He has sixty-three
0: interceptions since his rookie year, second most in the NFL behind Baker Mayfield.
1: I, I mean two times this year already I tried to do the Josh Allen anytime touchdown and it has not hit two times so I'm gonna probably stop I I just don't see I, I don't see how like the bills are gonna pull it together to me I mean I feel like they have a chance to win this game but if I was gonna lean to a side I probably would lean towards the commanders on that line but I mean I I don't know. I I could see the Bills I could see it being a close game and the Bills clenching it at the end, but at the same time, what's the line at? You said like six? Minus
0: six and a half
1: for the Bills. Yeah, I I could see him winning by a field goal, but I don't know. It's it was in Buffalo. Because like you said, if if the if the Bills start taking off, he wins big. So like I, I don't know. I could I could be way off here, but I think the want commanders in this game have the commanders have definitely shown up a little bit this season. I think they're starting to play a little better, but I mean, I guess then like history passed. but I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't bet this game, but yeah, I would probably say that the commanders have a decent shot here.
0: All right. Um, so we, I think we agree. Commanders are cover, but they lose. <laughs> All right. This game I'm, uh, I'm, favoring a lot um okay Falcons at Lions Detroit minus three I think in some sports books there were alternate spreads of three and a half so I didn't if, if I were to do it I'd take them in minus three here um Desmond Ritter he's terrible on the road he's at the Lions the Lions just came off a heartbreaking loss to the Seahawks Dan Campbell is not going to let them lose back-to-back games the Lions have been favored as potential Super Bowl contenders. They're in the top 10. This is a, a must-win game for them. They're at home. I don't see how the Falcons, with a mediocre defense, is going to play. stop Jared Goff, who's been playing really well. And even though they have injuries, Montgomery and uh, Ross St. Brown, I'm on Ross St. Brown, both being out, I still think the, the Lions are going to cover here. All right, Ryan. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on.
1: (laughs) I would say the Lions definitely have a decent shot here at covering. I mean, I, I don't know if you, I honestly blanked a little bit. I don't know if you said it. I think the line was like
0: three and a half. No, they're minus three on according to Action Network, but some sports books have them at minus three and a half. So it's kind of fluctuated. I'm kind of
1: okay with both of those numbers. I mean, personally, I think the Lions are going to win this by a fourth quarter touchdown. I think it's going to be a close game, but um, at the end of it, I could definitely see the Lions pulling off the win. Another thing, too, I know you were talking trends earlier. Another trend I saw that I kind of liked and wrote down was um, the Lions, I believe, are 13-0 and when playing an opponent coming off of a win. I Dang. could be wrong if that was the. I, I really wrote it down in a rush here, so like I'm trying. <laughs> right, either way, no. though, I'm probably going to take the Lions. On, and I'm, ta- I'm sorry that I'm sorry that that 13 and 0 is against the spread. That's not yeah. money line, so that that is against the spread. So,
0: Golf is 15 and 7 against the spread in September, best of any month that he's ever played. So damn, if there's anywhere to go. But up, we're we're leaning Lions here. It seems like so. Right, next game. Next game. Let's go, Ravens!
1: I was wondering when you were going to do this one.
0: (laughs) I am going to the game on Sunday. Oh, Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. I am avoiding betting this game. If I were to bet this game at all, just because of heart and picking Baltimore, my fun. (laughs) My fun parlay potentially would be just picking with my heart for the Ravens to win and for the Bengals to lose, having the Rams and the Ravens win on the money line to get you some payouts, but we'll get to that game. Colt at Ravens though, Baltimore minus seven and a half. Now in some sports books, I saw it at minus eight, even at one point minus eight and a half. Um, We don't know Anthony Richardson's status. He's you had a concussion. Was out uh, the game against the Texans. After that second touchdown, he scored on a run, where the guy tackled him in his head in the end zone, slams to the ground. So that's kind of a bummer. You score and then you get knocked out of the game. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson straight up is forty-eight and nineteen as a starter, which is pretty darn impressive. Uh, he's thirty-five and thirty-two against the spread, and he's typically worse against the spread than he is straight up when he's a favorite he's typically better when he's an underdog case in point last week ravens were their Bengals were minus three and a half or minus three and, and the ravens end up winning out right um yeah ryan what do you think here for me
1: i mean it definitely depends like i know the quarterback's gonna be out but to me, it's like the Ravens, I feel like this is going to be a close game. I know all of the that's Ravens. That's what like every are, Ravens game is. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The Ravens are a really good team, but I, I really don't – I could be way off on this, but I don't think they win by more than – like I don't think they win by more than a touchdown sometimes. I mean, when I looked at this, the line was eight. So, like, I, yeah. I was leaning more towards Colts plus eight just on the sole fact that I could really more see this game being like 20 to 24 Ravens win, but for, for me, I, I more see the Ravens being like a four Wait, or five what did you, point. What letter. did you say the score was? I what could kind of see it being, um, I think I had it at 20 to 24 Ravens winning.
0: Oh, funny. I'm close. I have it 28, 24 Ravens. So I have the Colts. Huh. I have so the Colts. we still got it four. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so I think the Colts are going to cover. on the alternate spread. Yeah, I'm just not. I'd, Ravens typically when it's that big of a spread. I mean, yes, they did they cover against the Texans week one when they were minus ten or minus nine oh, and a half. They did. I
1: forgot, dude. I forgot to say too. I'm um, sorry, y'all. Uh, this weekend, um, they're calling for constant rain all up and down the East Coast.
0: Yeah, but I looked at the I looked at the forecast and it's supposed to be cloudy and um, partly sunny by game time. That's supposed to be in the morning with the rain okay
1: disregard that last minute of <laughs> video All i right. was concerned about that Back. at first no it's okay
0: <laughs> but hey any better out there we didn't talk about this you look at injuries you look at spreads but you also look at weather ryan makes an excellent point you always have to look at the weather forecast because that makes a huge difference some of these outcomes in the way especially over unders bad weather typically go the under for example i wish any we rate, could bet on the weather they we, you literally can bet on anything. Anything like for any coin flip. Where are they gonna let Star me bet Spangler, on the banner, What color Gatorade? I mean, we're getting we're getting kind of crazy here. So yeah, weather weather's gotta be next, I feel like. Um but, right, yeah, well, so well, we're we're fading the ravens at home against the spread. It's a big big line. I like them winning straight up, but I don't like them against the spread against the Colts. All right, next game. Panthers at Seahawks. Oh jeez. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Seattle minus 6. Um I think they I think they'll cover. I don't see the the uh Panthers offense looking all that great. I think Geno Smith having a lot more experience over a rookie quarterback Bryce Young. I think that's ultimately the difference here. I think they went by a touchdown. What do you think, Ryan? I think I'm staying
1: away from this game. I'm, yeah, that's I'm probably to, a fair thing. I'm <laughs> tempted to take the under total points here. I know I, I'm not really expecting either team's offense or defense to play any good. I, I kind of feel like it's going to be just that kind of matchup where they're just trading off punts, and I, I just don't think yeah. a lot of points are going to come.
0: Right. That game was a uh, snoozer. So we'll move on to a (laughs) potential snoozer as well in terms of lopsidedness. You got the Cowboys at the Cardinals. One of the best teams in the NFL playing one of, if not the worst team in the NFL. Dallas is minus 12 and a half. They're favored by almost two touchdowns.
1: Again, all these double digit spreads. I mean, we talked about it earlier and I was on a couple. I'm leaning towards a couple of them. I haven't made any bets yet. But, um, uh, dang, uh, go ahead, Vince. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, you're fine. Um, Joshua Dobbs, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's played surprisingly really well. He made the Jets defense, which is supposed to be, like, top five, look really bad. They won. They put up 30 points on him. So, (laughs) minus 12 and a half. I mean, that's a a big number. I'm going to stay away from this game but I could definitely see it being a blowout.
1: Did you uh, run any numbers, like kind of create your own spread? Um, what Did did you do it before you looked at the lines? No, then? I didn't. I didn't for
0: this game now. Did you?
1: I did. And uh, before I looked at the lines, I had a uh, Dallas minus 14. And I looked at the lines and I was like, oh man, this could be interesting. Oh, wow. So, I mean. I, you were, I think so they could do lead. it. I mean, yeah. for, for me, I think they're going to come out and crush the Cardinals in the first half. No question. I I wouldn't hold on first
0: half. First half, everybody else.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals scored three points all half.
0: But yeah, for those I mean, who are I, just watching, Ryan threw up a three on the uh, on the screen there.
1: Um, totally forgot we have the other one. <laughs> it's getting late here yep all right what 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 what, what are we thinking here what, what are you thinking you're staying uh, away
0: i'm just staying away from this game how you faded the uh seahawks panthers i'm fading this cardinals cowboys i'm just i feel even, like i'm even
1: for it taking yeah. all these double digit favorites i probably won't end up betting all of these to the speaking of double digit population. spreads
0: bears at chiefs chiefs also minus 12 and a half really great team against a really terrible team now,
1: that game, I can tell you right now, it's going to be very hard to do, but I would recommend taking the Bears on the spread for the sole fact that I don't believe the Chiefs are very good at hitting the spread. And again, to a lot of these lines that go double-digit, a problem with them is a lot of it's just overreaction to the previous week. So, like, because of that, the books inflated the lines. So, I mean... I, I don't want to tell everyone to go out there and just decrease the spread a little bit, but like, I feel like it, it's definitely going to be pretty good for the underdogs again this year. But it's again, how do you pick them?
0: But I'll, I'm just going to throw this out here. Justin Field is five and twenty-two straight up, eight and eighteen against the spread. He's Chicago is one and nine against the spread in their last ten games. They they uh I've only given him two design runs. <laughs> I don't understand see, why because he can't throw so that's poor coaching on their part did, did you see him
1: in the one game where uh he was just standing there in the pocket for a while and he had this guy that was just completely wide open for a touchdown and he's looking right at him and uh <laughs> and I actually saw the replay on Twitter and the caption of it was um was uh he got sacked on this play I was like no <laughs> no goodness it's pretty funny but um i mean uh i i feel like there's a chance he could come out here have a decent week or i'm sorry a decent game um i i think he could come out here and he has a chance to cover what's the current line on the chiefs because i saw it at 12 and a half and a
0: half see i would feel more comfortable taking the chiefs 12 and a half against the bears than i would the cardinals against the cowboys and the chiefs are at home
1: to be honest, when I ran my own lines, too, I mean, I had the Chiefs at embarrassingly minus 24 just because it is the Bears. But again, the I, Chiefs are at still, home. I, I Yeah, the, but I mean, let what happened
0: last time at home? Okay, fair enough, but the Lions but are better than the Bears. Yeah,
1: and, and the whole public was on the Chiefs that game, probably. And the
0: Chiefs have Kelsey now. Like, they didn't have Kelsey in that loss.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean... Yeah that's true. I, I I didn't watch too much of the Chiefs' last game, but I think from what I remember, I think Kelsey got a touchdown or two. All right. I believe he did, but yeah, what's next the next game? game?
0: <laughs> two teams that are close to my heart, my brother's favorite team against my dad's favorite team. <sighs> the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, this is Steelers Nation. Sunday night football, for some reason, these teams are not that great. And yet they're playing each other on Sunday night football. I guess because oh, the, steal, the, historic the Steelers, rivalry.
1: Steelers are that great. They belong on Sunday night football.
0: Ryan's a little biased there. Um, Steelers are 54, 31 and four against the spread as an underdog under Tomlin, making $100 better, a little over $2,000. That's the most profitable coach as an underdog in the last 20 years. So.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I'm totally cool on all that. I'm on yeah. all that. Yeah, you know, that's what I was going to say. I mean, go go ahead. Keep saying it. But like, like, yeah, Pittsburgh's my pick. <laughs> oh, you
0: want me to too. keep talking up the Steelers, huh? As a Ravens fan, you just want me to keep eating, eating crow here and all day long. 77, 59 and one. As the coach of the Steelers on road unders. Best of any coach in the last 20 years. He's 52, 25 and one since 2014. So he's a road underdog. The Raiders just got absolutely crushed by the Bills, thirty-eight to ten. Steelers are coming off a high, beating the Browns Monday Night Football. So surprisingly, the Raiders are minus two and a half. Um, I think that the. uh, T.J. Watts of the world are going to give Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of fits, and he's going to throw multiple picks like he did against the Bills. So I think the Steelers went close here. I know, Ryan, you think they're going to blow him out by like 21 points, right?
1: No, I wouldn't say 21. I mean, 20 is big enough, but um, <laughs> there it is. No, for the Steelers, I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to be all over the plus two and a half, and I'm probably going to place a separate bet on the money line. I mean, I'm kind of liking him in this spot. I mean, I didn't do a line thing or anything. I didn't really look into what I think the line's going to be, but I mean... For me, I'm I'm pretty much just going off what you said. The Steelers are the profitable team. I mean, on the spread and all. I mean, I think they can play competitively on defense for sure. You never know; the defense is probably going to get a touchdown in this thing.
0: Next game, Eagles um, and re- Bucks.
1: Before we get fully into the last game, I just want oh, there's to two there's two more up. games. I oh well, isn't Eagles Bucks Monday?
0: Yeah, there's two, there's, they're now doing two Monday night games.
1: Oh, well, I did not know that. So I have no information on the second one. But real quick, um, who is the uh, number two teams that have had the most uh, Sunday night football game appearances?
0: Two teams, Sunday night football appearances. Is there a specific timeline that we're looking at here or just overall in the last 15 years? Um, I would say the Patriots and the Steelers.
1: No, that would be Dallas and the Packers. Really? Steelers wow, was way coming off. at number three. Oh, okay. Patriots, Giants, and Eagles all kind of tie for the next spot.
0: Hey, I wasn't that bad. All right.
1: And the Ravens a whopping 16 to 20 times. I don't know which one applies to them. Okay.
0: All right. So, Eagles at Bucks. Go Colts. I'm really leaning here. The Bucks plus five and a half at home. Eagles were lucky week one to beat the struggling Patriots. Um, they had a hard time against a struggling Vikings team. Bucks defense is gonna give Jalen Hurts some fits. Baker Mayfield's playing the best he's ever played in a long time. But again, they're playing the Eagles defense, which is insanely good. I would go definitely go the under here. So I know it's this one's kind of a tough one. But here's a interesting little trend here. Teams are 12 and 6 against the spread after playing the Bears since the start of last season. That's the third best record in the NFL. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: So it might sound like I'm reaching here, but I think the spread's a little high for the Eagles. So I, I like I think the Bucks will cover. I think it'll be 24-23 Eagles or something like that.
1: I mean, historically, the Eagles – or sorry, not the Eagles. Historically undefeated teams on the road against home dogs are really only winning one out of three. Like, I, I mean, I for me, I really think there's a good play here with the Bucks if you're getting them for the plus four and a half. I mean, that's not bad. I think that's no. probably –
0: well, I have him at plus five and a half, so you're taking an well, ultimate. I mean spread?
1: it probably went up. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I did this research beforehand, so like it, the lines have changed since yeah. then.
0: I did not look, but <laughs> all right. Now this this last game, the one that you apparently did no uh research on. What is it? The Los Angeles Rams at the Cincinnati Bengals. What's the line? Cincinnati is minus two, and Joe Barrow is not healthy and The Rams gave the 49ers, one of the best teams, a run for their money. I really like the Rams here. I think they will repeat what they did to Burrow in the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald is going to, in the defensive line, is going to give whoever's back there a quarterback. Right now it says the quarterback matchup is Matthew Stafford versus to be determined, so we don't even know if Burrow is playing or not.
1: That's what I was looking for. The backup QB's Brandon Allen. Yeah, he's.
0: Yeah. So the fact that Cincinnati's minus two right now only is because that Burrow might still play. I mean, there's not much of
1: a difference there. No. That's what I was looking I'm, into. I was like, I'm, well, maybe I'm, the backup can play football. So <laughs> I'm not
0: shots com- here. I, exactly. So I would parlay as a. Because if I. I I would take the Ravens on the money line, not getting much money, but if I put the Rams here and they're an underdog, you definitely, that's my fun parlay of the week. Love to put the Rams and the Ravens. See the Ravens win and the Bengals lose. I mean, come on, that's a that's a fun funny, uh, money line just for the uh, the emotion of it all. All right, those are the games. Before we we uh, log off here. As I mentioned the surprise NFC South and the NFC East the two division two best divisions in football right now if you look at it both both divisions have three teams that are 2 and 0 There's only two teams in the AFC as a whole that are 2 and 0 Ryan what are those two teams can you name them
1: I'm sorry what what division did you say
0: just in general, there's. I said there's only two teams in the AFC across all four divisions in the AFC that are two and zero. The NFC South and the, the NFC East both have. Who both have divi- Their both of their divisions are at least three teams with two and zero. They're two and
1: zero. Isn't you said the NFC or the AFC? So the AFC only has confused, two teams. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you're good. I'm probably confusing the whole audience here. So real quick, NFC South. Has three teams that are two and zero. NFC East has three teams that are two and zero. Those are the two best divisions in all of football. You look at the AFC. The AFC only has two teams, in general across the West, North, East, and South, that are two and zero. Which are, what are those two teams? Do you know?
1: I mean, honestly, I had a lot you of them down right in front of me: Ravens, Dolphins.
0: I mean, oh, there you go. Cowboys.
1: That... Yeah, uh, Ravens and the Dolphins. Winners. Those are the two.
0: You you got it. You you don't need to keep going. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going <laughs> for the for the comedic relief. Yes, yeah, so the Ravens and the Dolphins. Dolphins are only two and O teams in the in the
1: Falcons and Eagles.
0: Yeah, AFC. It looks like the NFC so far is doing a lot better than the AFC, which is kind of surprising considering Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, Jaguars, the Chargers—all public perception. To... Yeah, well, all quarterbacks. A bunch of too. nonsense. Yep. The Sam Howe Commanders are two and zero. Shit happens, man. They play
1: the games. Desmond Ritter Falcons them, are two and zero. Money,
0: just the way we thought about it.
1: Yeah, Falcons are two and zero, man, shit happens.
0: Yep. Yeah. Any parting words, or is that <laughs> is that how you want to go go out into the uh, NFL Week Three?
1: Uh, I guess final words, um, we'll be releasing our final picks at least Cush's Corner. And uh, what was Will's called? Do you remember? Will's Winners. Will's Winners. So Cush's uh, Corner and Will's Winners will probably be releasing picks all weekend on Twitter. It and at Vincent's Sports Votes. And
0: Stuff. At Sports and Stuff. Vincent's <laughs> Bo- Vince's Votes will be on Instagram. Put it on my story. At Sports and Stuff, same handle. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to like and share this with everybody. Let's go, Ravens. Let's go. <laughs> we will give you some MLB. This will be that'll be a segue for a future episode. Some MLB talk as we're heading towards the playoffs here. MLB finally betting tips. There's your cliffhanger. Until next time.